Hello and welcome to another audio video podcast of Disclosure Nation on the Path to Freedom series. Uh, thank you to those who are listening on Anchor. Shout out to you guys on Disclosure Nation. Guys, I don't really have too much planned for today, but I had a couple things I wanted to share uh, just based on a couple of interactions I've had recently and some thoughts that I've been processing in uh, the last few weeks or so. This whole uh, pandemic that, and the way that it has played out, uh, the way that so quickly the government had um, enclosed us into our, our rooms, our buildings, have legislated that we should uh, wear masks, and then to the point where people are getting their jobs um, taken from them, uh, because they will, would not be coerced into taking a experimental shot. I think that the issue that we're, we're, we're really kind of threatened with right now is this, this polarized uh, idea, right? You have people who wholly, solely... Um, and 100% are committed to the government, its legislations, its laws, its practices, its statutes, and um, are, as civil servants and as government agents and employees, they are submitted to the, the science that they say is, you know, non, uh, non-religious, um, that doesn't carry any philosophical assumption with it. <clears throat> they, they say it's reasonable, for uh, people to just just believe, just have faith and believe that what you see is what is is what's true, and just accept it and just get the shot, just get the vaccine, just get this, just wear this mask, even though there is um, an alternative, there are all these alternatives to healing from uh, COVID nineteen um, the virus, and there are all these. Um, other sources of information that are telling us that having uh, taken vaccine or this vaccine uh, is detrimental, that it has adverse effects uh, connected with it, um, and that wearing masks are actually harmful to the the person, especially when you wear them for long periods of time, um, that it has a psychological, that it has a physical, uh, and it has a, a mental effect on uh, ourselves and on our our children. So you have a a lot of people believing the government and the federal laws and regulations and saying they must be doing something right. They are looking out for the social being of its constituents. And you have another side that says, we really don't trust the government, media, uh, the science. Um, We don't trust what is being... um, uh, propagated to us, um, there are many people, and wh- here are there's a lot of reasons why people don't trust. Right? It's not unreasonable that you wouldn't trust the medical offices or that you wouldn't trust the me- media because it seems that they're all working together towards a specific and certain goal, and they are silencing the voices of people who uh, have dissenting opinions. And we're talking about, we're not talking just uh, Joe Schmo from off the street. 
We're talking about medical professionals. We're talking about nurses, nurse practitioners, people who are on the floor who uh, have seen firsthand the issues uh, that are connected and in connection with the um, the vaccine and who, who understand and know the risks of uh, the psychological and the social risks of wearing these masks, particularly for the children and for other uh, employees who know these things and who say, wow, there's an issue going on. There is something that is, that is off in this situation and we want our voices to be heard. There are thousands and thousands of cases of people who have taken vaccines with adverse effects and their voices are being silenced. They are not being heard on a wide scale. Uh, this disease, this virus, this pandemic uh, which, of course, yeah, I've had people who've had it. I've had it myself. It's not fun. Definitely not. And if you're immunocompromised, then, yeah, there's a chance that it can definitely harm you for sure. But for the most part, most people have a higher, a high rate of recovery that would not include being hospitalized or that would not include death. And the one thing that I want to point out right now that is important is you have a bunch of people who essentially believe that it is just it is and it is right for people to experience the kind of tyranny and to experience the kind of coercion and force and violence against them and their property and property is legally considered a right um, a part of property is your rights even though it's not physical a right is not physical but your uh, private rights are uh, your property. So we have been given unalienable rights, and only if we consent to allow, um, and we can't even consent to allow those rights to be unalienable, right? But we can consent uh, to to giving up our sovereignty. And uh, of course, that's not exactly what this podcast is about, and I don't have the information prepared in order to speak on that topic right now. But this dichotomy that exists, this division, this polarization that exists was created in such a way that people who are consenting to um, the medical tyranny and to the mandates and to the federal law and to federal statutory requirements, people who are consenting to these things, they actually think that the people who are not consenting are bad guys that they're villains, that they should have their, their livelihoods taken away, that they should be stripped of their jobs, that they should um, endure some type of punishment for not consenting to what these government officials tell them to do. And they, some of them are happy. Some of them rejoice in this tyranny. Some of them are ecstatic about the fact that people are losing their jobs and their livelihood, people who have families, uh, wives, children, and other people to take care of, and they are saying, no, I want to uh, uh, continue to maintain my autonomy. I want to continue to have power over my, my body and my well-being. I'm not sick. I'm not passing a sickness on to other people, but they've made, in mainstream, they made you believe that all people who are not consenting to the vaccine and the 
mandates, the, the mask mandates, are the bad guys. That they are the unknowing villains, almost like these anti-heroes in a sense where they're just, they're the bad guys. They're not good and they're not bad, but we view them as, um, they're, they're negative. They're negative entities in society. And so, um, so now if you are wanting to protect your rights to just breathe free air or to not get stabbed in order to uh, have a job, you are... Uh, an issue, and you are a problem. And half, I would say probably less than half, but um, at least what they say is they're trying to get 75%. So at least maybe 50%, yeah, maybe 60% of people uh, agree that if you have a voice and you want to say no to getting um, jabbed uh, with an experimental shot, then you are an issue. You are a problem. That is how they've constructed it. That is how. That is why the media has pushed it so hard, um, because there are so many people who are deceived into believing that unless you accept what these medical professionals have said, even though there is dissenting opinions about it, even though the WHO is a private organization, um, which is uh, privately funded. Um, where it, it's um it's very it's very sad to see guys. So the one thing I wanted to point out is that we have coercion. Uh, excuse me, I believe it was a CDC is a private. One of them is private, and um, one of them might be public. Um, so don't quote me on that. Coercion is violence. Violence. Excuse me. Coercion is force. Force is violence. Violence is terrorism. And terrorism is injustice. The opposite of consent is force. And force includes coercion. Right? So if you're being coerced, oh, well, if you don't get this shot, then you're going to have to lose your job. Are you going to lose your position? Are we going to take this away from you? Right? Any act which forces you to do anything or results in a non-consensual loss of property is legally defined as violence and crime. The government and its institutions are committing crimes. And there is one side, the side of the consenters who agree with this crime. If that is not lawlessness, is that is not a, 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 the, the a true and clear um, partnership with lawlessness and abuse, then I don't, I don't know what is. How, how else do you define medical tyranny? How else do you find political and civil tyranny? How else do you define it? People are being forced to do something that they don't want to do for the, the sake of, of the public. And it's, we forget all about our individual rights. We forget all about how, I have to pull this up, there's this quote from the bioethics, um, the bioethic, the Universal Declaration of Bioethics and Human Rights, which states that the interest and welfare of the individual should have priority over the sole interests 
of science or society. For persons who are not capable of exercising autonomy, special measures are to be taken to protect their rights and interests. So where, why are the rights and interests not being protected? Why is that? Is it because they're public rights and interests? So now we have to understand our relationship with the government and understand um, if we are consenting to the tyranny, then we have to now say no, decent, right? We have to say no, we don't want that, that I don't want your protection, I don't want to be governed by, by you. Um, and we can say that. We can say no to, to being governed, absolutely, 100%. Any preventative diagnostic and therapeutic medical intervention is only to be carried out with the prior free and informed consent of the person concerned based on adequate information. And that's what people want is informed consent. So what I have kind of been challenging people to do, and, um, you know, unfortunately we had an experience. Uh, I mean, people, of course, people are losing their jobs all over the place, but uh, we had our big first wrestling pers persons lose their job. And they, um, yeah, they said they didn't want to get the jab. And um, my thoughts about it are learning how to um, use the law essentially in favor and uh, for yourself, right? So you have this idea that is called the, the conditional acceptance, right? Conditional acceptance, which is our means of avoiding conflict and keeping each other in honor, right? Two parties have, um, you know, two parties, one party says, hey, you need to do this. And uh, basically, all you do is you label whatever it is that you're dealing with as an offer. You say, okay, you're asking me to do something, you know, this mandate or this whatever, right? Um, you accept it conditionally, and then you attach conditions which they can fulfill but likely won't because if they do, they'll reveal their own deception or ignorance, right? So I think that there's better ways to go about it. I don't think that people actually have to or should be losing their jobs. I think that there is, they can just accept under certain conditions, right? And I think that that uh, would be a positive thing. Um, on the other side, you have people who just, again, do not trust the government. Uh, there's a lot of things that have happened, and, uh, and there are, there is a lot of reason to believe that the government is up to something um, shady, for lack of better words, that there is um, some type of agenda being pushed for some um, reason, and they people have every reason to believe that, and every right and every reason to believe that, for sure. And it's not unreasonable. Um, and that's that's basically all I wanted to get on here and say for right now. I didn't have uh, too much else to, to share or teach, but I hope you guys got something out of it, and I, I wanted, again, to... The, purpose of this specific um of this specific podcast is that you would understand that we uh we're we're we are taking something and we, this is a this is that is religious in nature right obedience uh to laws is religious in nature and the de-establishment of religion is an impossibility because all civilizations are based upon law, and law is religious in nature, right? Law is religious in nature. Why is law religious in nature? Because all law 
uh, because religion, oh, excuse me, the purpose of the law is to describe and codify the morality of a culture. And only religion can define morality. And so therefore, all law is inherently religious in nature and at its um, source. So um, we have been made to believe that if you do not consent to getting a shot, if you do not consent to wearing a mask, that you are, an, are a bad person, right? Um, and that you are injuring other people. And we have stacks of evidence to show that you living and existing uh, apart from having this specific shot, that you are a cause for harm. They have made us believe that. Uh, they have made the public believe that. And um, it is deception at the highest level. There are people who really think it is okay for other people to lose their jobs. And they are watching tyranny take place. They are watching things that are unjust. Again, we, we, we just went over... Um, Coercion is force. Force is violence. Violence is terrorism. They're watching terrorism take place. They're watching violence take place. And they and it is unjust, right? It's, it's unjust what is taking place. But then these people who believe that their cause is greater, they, they claim, well, you could be injuring somebody, and you are the bad guy. And if you would just get the shot, then everyone would be safe. Even though... There is much evidence to the contrary, right? The one thing that I, I want to point out, I don't want to get too much into the vaccine aspect of it, but because um, I'm not a doctor, but you don't have to be a doctor to, to be rational, right? Viruses mutate all the time. And if you have a vaccine that doesn't block infection completely, then the virus will mutate to evade the immune response within that person. That is one of the distinct features of the COVID shot. They're not designed to block infection. I don't think any disease is, I don't think any vaccine is, is meant to block infection. But, you know, they say it's to lessen, you know, the hospitalization, to lessen the effects of, of uh, COVID. But they're not designed to block infection. They allow infection to occur and at best lessen the symptoms of that infection, which is what we just said. In an unvaccinated person, the virus does not encounter the same natural evolutionary uh, pressure to mutate into something stronger. I'll say that again. In an unvaccinated person, the virus does not encounter the same evolutionary pressure to mutate into something stronger. Whereas if you are vaccinated, the virus is going to have to and it's going to encounter pressure that forces it to get stronger, to be stronger. So if SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 does end up mutating into more lethal strains, then mass vaccination is probably the likely driver. And that's something that um, unvaccinated people, a lot of unvaccinated people don't know and don't realize. So... Is it the vaccinated people who are causing the issue by allowing their natural immunity to deal with this, uh, this disease and this virus? Or is it the vaccinated community that is basically creating super 
viruses because of uh, the pressure that is put on the virus, the COVID-19 virus, to mutate into something stronger. Now, it's not about blaming people, but it's about let's let's get our story straight here, right? Um, let's get our story straight. So, blessing to you guys, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you guys. And um, if you guys have any comments, questions, or thoughts, or something that maybe I should go over, something I should be thinking about, let me know. This is the path to freedom. This is Discord. This is the Discord Disclosure Nation podcast. And I thank you so much for listening. We will see you on that next episode.